Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Ah, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. So, this is Thanksgiving weekend, all right? It's after Black Friday. People go, why do they call it Black Friday? You know, originally, I think that was named that because that was the, the time of year when businesses were actually going to be able to make money. In other words, they worked and worked and worked up this point in time of years just to break even. So now with this holiday season, this is what uh, puts them over the top and they have some profit, which is the whole point of business, right? So anyway, but, you know, we've been looking of late. Have we been giving thanks? Okay. Have we been giving thanks in the way that the Lord has called us to give thanks? So we've looked at several passages related to giving thanks. We're going to continue. We're looking at one right now, which, uh, you know, more more than likely you've probably never heard a sermon on or a teaching on or anything. And it's out of First Chronicles 16. Uh, it actually um, has a lot of echoes over in the Psalms because uh, what we see here is that David is assigning some of the Levites, Asaph and his relatives, to give thanks to the Lord. And that's what it says in verse 7 of 1 Chronicles 16. Then on that day, David first assigned Asaph and his relatives to give thanks to the Lord. Now we're about to see what they were saying to give thanks to the Lord, how they did it. And you're going to hear a lot of things that you hear over in the Psalms. There's a couple of Psalms, as a matter of fact, that are very, very close in, in the way that they are written to this right here. So David assigns them, and here's what they say, verse 8. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. And you say, well, I've heard that before. I've heard that in a song. Yeah, I've heard that in a Sandy Patty song and a lot of different songs declare that because that's what the Lord has called us to do. He's called us to give thanks to him, but not just to give thanks to him and just to hold that within ourselves. Okay, just to declare it within ourselves, to call upon his name and make known his deeds among his people. Remember a couple episodes back, we looked at the 136th Psalm where uh, the psalmist was declaring the great deeds that God had done on behalf of the nation of Israel. We are called to do that. And that's one of the greatest ways that we can give thanks to him is to call upon his name and make known his deeds among the people. Call upon his names, repent and confess and be saved. Okay, Make known his deeds among the people. Uh, the saved and the unsaved to proclaim this is the hand of the Lord. This is what God's doing. You know, quite often we think that uh, testifying and witnessing of the things of the Lord are from the point of view of evangelizing and trying to talk somebody into salvation. And we go about things a little sideways sometimes. We are to make known his deeds, declare the things of God. Then verse 9 says this, sing to him, sing praises to him, speak of all his wonders. So you see that this is not a silent thing of giving thanks. We're told to call upon his name, to make known his deeds, to sing to him, to speak of all his wonders. Now the problem is the world has perverted so much of this. Um, okay, creation is a good example. The Lord created. The Lord created everything that we see ex nihilo. As a matter of fact, everything we see right now is his creation that has been judged once and will be judged in time in the future. But we are to speak of his wonders and his glory. But the world sits there and says, oh, I know this all just came about by happenstance or this all just came about this way. And they totally deny what the Lord says 
about how he created things. Well, we are to speak of his wonders. We're to speak of his creation. We are to boldly to sit there and say, yes, yes, this is the hand of the Lord that has done this. This isn't just Mother Nature or Mother Gaia or these other false pagan gods that the world comes up with. No, we're to speak of these things, and we're to declare them. We're to point them out to our children. And so when we see a sunset, we're to point it out to children. When, we're to, when we see the colors of the leaves change, it, we're to point them out. We're to speak of his wonder and his glory. All of this is giving thanks to the Lord. So verse 10 says this, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. And so he starts off at the very beginning, uh, uh, Asaph and his relatives and David and giving thanks to the Lord. They start off by giving thanks to him, calling upon him, making known his deeds, singing to him, speaking of his word, glorying in his name, glorying in his holy name, not glorying in what they can do, not glorying in what they have done for the Lord or in the name of the Lord, but glorying in what the Lord has done. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Okay, be glad. Verse 11. <coughs> Excuse me. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. So we see in this declaration of thanks, in this declaration of praise, that we are being instructed what we're supposed to do and how to do it, and how to go about it. This goes back to some things that we talked about in the last episode, how we as believers really need to be giving thanks and really need to be worshiping the Lord day in and day out, individually, privately, in small groups, in larger groups. Most of us have one or two, maybe three corporate times of quote-unquote worship during the week. Even those times are really not times of worship. They may be times of a teaching. They may be times of a lot of talking, okay? They may be times of music. There may even be a time of an element of worship here and there, of true worship. But they're really not what we see within the Scripture, okay? It's really not that. The Lord tells us to seek Him, to seek His strength, and to seek His face continually. But then verse 12 says this. Let me share a couple more verses. We'll be done. Remember His wonderful deeds, which He has done his marvels, and his judgments from his mouth. O seed of Israel, his servant, sons of Jacob, his chosen one. So we are being called, and you say, well, this is for Israel. This is for Jacob. That's for his chosen one. We're his chosen one too. We have been grafted in as believers, okay? So he's telling us, do this. Hey, as you're seeking the Lord in his strength, as you're seeking his face continually, remember his wonderful deeds that he's done. Remember all those marvelous things. Remember those judgments from his mouth. Don't forget them. Rather rejoice in them and give thanks in them. So as we continue to go through the times of the holidays, the holy days, we are to do that. Uh, that's what the celebration of Christmas is. You know, nowhere in the scripture are we told to celebrate Christmas. Nowhere does God say, hey, I want you to celebrate my coming the first time. No, don't say that anyway. But it does say to remember the wonderful deeds that he's done. And when I'm thinking of Christmas, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of two things. I'm remembering the wonderful deeds that he's done, his marvels and the judgments that's coming out of his mouth. And then I am greatly anticipating the wonderful things yet to come, the marvels yet to come, the judgments to come out of his mouth yet to come when he comes the next time. 
I think when we do that, it gives us the, the, the balance and the understanding that we need. And it, it, it strengthens us to resist the temptation to get caught up in the world's idea of things. So continue to give thanks in the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among other people. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.